Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. You need a strategy that is fluid enough to move with the ebbs and the flows that's happening in today's world. For over two decades, Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners have been helping the people of Boston plan for retirement. We want to make sure that you create an income plan that is going to be sustainable for the rest of your life. And now, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Hello again. Welcome to the show. My name is Randy Cook. I'm here with Sam Lang once again as we go through the news of the day and how it's affecting you when it comes to your finances. You're watching those green arrows and you're watching those red arrows and you're watching that interest rate. You're watching all that stuff going on and you wonder, how does it affect me? Should I be making some moves? Sam, we may need two hours. I don't know. There's just too much to talk about. <laughs> well, listen, I got a face for radio. I'm not so sure I got a voice for radio for two hours. <laughs> you do, though. Yeah, we could. We, I bet we could make our way through it. I bet we can. But uh, boy, there is a lot to talk about. I mean, last week we were talking about the bank failures and there's still more in that. I think I, I saw a headline that said that there's 190 banks that are on kind of loose footing there and uh, it could possibly happen to them as well. So that's kind of concerning. So Yeah, you know, we're, we're getting certainly calls and people with some anxiety about, mm -hmm. you know, how safe is my bank? Yeah, you know, We've had some review calls with folks that essentially talked about safety of pretty much everything. And, and certainly I think it's really important for American citizens to understand that, hey, you know, we still live in the best place that you can literally live on earth. Mm -hmm. Our government is doing a great job in terms of keeping things balanced, making sure that we don't have an issue like we did, you know, back in 2008 and the SNL crisis. And for the most part, I think the loose footing is not, what it was yeah. some 12 years ago. And, you know, banks were just lending money out recklessly. Mm -hmm. And that's not mm -hmm. the case today. I mean, with, you know, what happened in Silicon Valley, I mean, they, they made some mistakes like planning 101 that they shouldn't have done. Right. Like buy, you know, long-term bonds at one and a half percent with 55% of your money, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah, I mean, certainly there's a lot to talk about. You know, our listeners are folks that are nearing retirement. They've worked their entire life to live that dream. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you need is something to fall off the cliff, right? So safety is has always been important, but I think it's crucial and critical right now to just make sure that you have a sound footing, not like some of these hundred banks that have a loose footing. So we uh, talk about the headlines and there are certainly a lot of people out there that are saying, you know, we got a roller coaster ride going with the market. It seems like we, we go up a thousand, we go down a thousand and we keep trading right in that area. And uh, there are people that are calling for 10 to 30% pullback by summer. And they think that, you know, the recession is on. Here we go. The Fed is still raising interest rates. And I got a guy here, his name is Larry McDonald on Fox Business. And he says these interest rates are hurting in more ways than one. The bottom line is for 1% increase in rates, and we've done almost 5% now. Every 1% takes $50 billion out of the pockets of middle-class families. Almost 20% of auto loans are 1000 a month. And so the middle-class families are getting hammered here. So it's, you know, it's not only hurting the banks, it's roiling the markets, and inflation is still hitting all of us. And these interest rates, if you want to go out and buy a house or buy something on, you know, and, and, and borrow money to do it, that's kind of a hard thing to, to swallow there, Sam. But but, you know, for those of you who are near retirement, the market goes up, the market goes down. And one thing you don't want is the market to be down right before you retire. Listen, Randy, fact of the matter is this. The market is always going to go up and mm -hmm. always going to go down. Right. right. Sometimes the roller coaster ride is a little bit more, you know, more challenging and more scary than others. But one thing to remember 
if we are in a recession, as some experts are saying, recessions have never lasted forever, mm -hmm. okay? Right. And listen, go back since like 1950. Since 1950, recessions have lasted 10 months. Okay. Okay, so that's not good news. But the average expansion or recovery has lasted a whopping 69 months. Okay. All right, so we pull back a little bit, but that means we have seven times more of the opportunity to make money. And this has been true through multiple wars, two or three recessions, political transitions, booms, and busts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not great news for those that are nearing retirement, and it depends on sort of where you are on your journey. I mean, if you're 30 or 40, you might even think about, look at it as an opportunity, mm -hmm. right? But if you are, say, 64, and you had your heart dead set on retiring next year, and that was your plan, and you lose, you know, 20 or 30% on your million-dollar 401k, you're going to rethink that plan. So we always talk about where you are in that retirement journey. If you're nearing retirement, if you're in that red zone, it is crucial, critical to deploy protection rotation and to make sure that you're going to have money, what we sometimes call patient money, which is money in the stock market, money that's going to go through that roller coaster ride. But you, you can be patient with it. You can let it come back. And then we have what we call inpatient money, which is money that you need right now. You need now, you need next month, you need money that you're going to need to replace that paycheck, right? So we don't want recession to have a negative effect on that inpatient money. So we can't time the market. We can't control the market, especially when we're retiring. But if you have that person, Sam, who wants to retire next year and they've just taken a 20% hit on their money, they may look at you and say, uh, if this guy says it's going to go back another 10 or 20 or 30 percent, get me out. I mean, is that a conversation that you entertain or do you just kind of calm down? We got to have a little equity exposure, but I understand what you're saying. 100 percent. You have to have that conversation. If you're not having that conversation either with yourself or with your your guy or gal that's helping you with your money, you need to have that conversation. Right. You can pretend it's not happening, but it's happening right now. And. So here's a good example. We had a discussion with a client the other day, and he was telling us about his brother who actually got laid off and employment ran out, and he didn't have enough cash flow. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have cash flow coming in and you have cash flow, you have money going out, it, that's a problem, right? right? So you need to make sure that you can replace your paycheck. And we talk about sequence of returns, risks, which is essentially a double whammy, which is... You know, you go into retirement, your money goes down and you're withdrawing money. And if that happened a year or two or three years in a row, I mean, that's not, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a very slippery slope and that's not an easy problem. It's not a, a thing that's easy to come back from, right? So we want to make sure that if you are near retirement, you want to have that conversation with your advisor. Hey, should I be here? Or should I get out or should I hang in there and let it come back? But you just need to make sure you have money set aside in that right lane of the highway or the middle, at least the middle lane. But you can't have everything in the fast lane, in the left lane. So when we use your, your highway analogy there, somebody may say, okay, I don't want to be in the fast lane. I don't want to be in the middle lane. Put me in the blue hair lane all the way over to the, <laughs> the right-hand side there. And and so what I want to do is I want to go to cash because I've heard cash is king. And and I guess that's probably true to a certain extent. But, you know, with inflation running at 6%, you're losing money when you've got cash. and you're, you're Well, you're your, going backwards a little bit. Right. But okay. listen, at the end of the day, 
you probably haven't had any of the opportunities that are staring at us right now for the last two decades in terms of cash. Interest rates are, you know, pretty decent right now. Right. I mean, I just looked the other day, the one-year Treasury is paying about 4.8%. It's pretty good. Yeah. So even if inflation was, say, 6 or 6.5 or even 7 it's not like you're losing 20. Yeah, you're keeping <laughs> you up. Know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's at least pretty darn close to keeping up with inflation. You got, you know, five-year CD rates and maybe five, five and a half. You got three-year uh, to five years, sort of these multi-year guaranteed contracts, annuity contracts that are paying probably five and a quarter to five and a half. It's not a bad place to have mm-hmm. some of your money, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Should it be all of your money? Probably not. That's why I think it's critical. It's really important for people to understand just having – savings and having a bunch of accounts, it's not the same as having a comprehensive retirement plan, which is what we promote. We talk about all the time, not just having a bunch of accounts, but understanding, hey, this is what I have. How am I going to replace my paycheck? How much money do I actually need to have exposed and to be in that roller coaster so I can keep up with inflation? And then most importantly, how long is my money going to last me in retirement? Is it going to last me five years or 25 years? So we want to have that discussion with some of our listeners. If what we're talking about resonates with you and you're at least 55 years old and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, that's because really where our comprehensive plan can really do a good job and show you a clear picture of where your retirement is going to be and how it's going to look if you're going to be in good shape or you need to make some changes before you retire. A comprehensive plan should really include a 401k x-ray, making sure that you have money in that left lane of the highway, but also making sure you have a good balance. What we do is we deploy protection rotation strategies, and it's really important. Again, I can't stress how important that is, especially if you're in that retirement red zone. So give us a call. Begin that conversation. Our phone number is 617-440-9365. Again, it's 617 617- Four four zero nine three sixty five. Tell the operators that are standing by you'd like to have a conversation, and we'll make sure we get you on our calendar in the upcoming week to begin having the same conversation as we are today. You can also use our website, which is 365retirement.com. And up in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see talk to an advisor, start here. Just click on that button right there. And if it's time for you to say, you know what, am I going to be okay? How am I doing with all of this? I've been pushing money in this 401k. I've been saving. I've been getting ready for this. I wonder if I've done enough or have I got all the boxes checked off? Well, that's what the 365 retirement plan is. And just starting it with a phone call and saying, Here's my concerns. What can you do to help me? That's a great place to start. Again, 617-440-9365 or on our website, 365retirement.com and hit the button that says talk to an advisor. Take a break. Come right back with more of the 365 Retirement Radio Show and podcast. Time. It moves differently now, quicker than it did when I was younger. So much, in fact, I appreciate appreciate it more. Time, it turns out, is something to be respected. Like they say, it waits for no one. There was a time when I wished I could have some of it back. Now, I look at it differently. I can't bargain with time. I can't manipulate it. Just respect and make Make the the most of it. it. Case in point, I've never once regretted the time I spend with my grandchildren. I can read to my granddaughter's class. Or when I grab my rod and reel and head off to the lake. No more rushed three-day weekends. Now when I do those things, I find it's time well spent. Now we leave on Tuesday. To be honest, I never thought retiring would be a good use of my time. 
But like I said, I look at it differently now. It kind of changes your perspective. Time is a gift, and so is taking some of my time to find someone who helped me plan. Plan for this time in my life, my My retirement. retirement. You can do what you want, but if it were me... I wouldn't waste one more moment of of time. time. Make the time to plan for your retirement. Contact Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. And that's exactly what it sounds like. If you're listening on the radio, thank you very much. If you can't listen to the whole show or you want to listen on your own time, we've got a podcast there for you. iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Just look up the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. All right, Sam, we're going to talk a little bit about taxes here. And this is a pretty funny story here. Everybody's favorite topic, Oh, my gosh. Can we actually get into our retirement and be tax-free? We've heard the terms tax-free retirement. So the people at WalletHub went out and asked people, and they, they found that one in 10 people would actually clean prison toilets for three years in exchange (laughs) for never paying taxes again. Wow. (laughs) That's pretty harsh. I'm not so sure I'd be one of those, one of those, uh, one in 10. Wow. Okay. So it's pretty, they're pretty emotional about being tax free in retirement. And is it possible, Sam, to get yourself into the 0% tax bracket or at least close? Without cleaning toilets? Yes, without cleaning <laughs> toilets. Um, yeah, you know, we talk about it all the time, right? You know, everybody's heard the term Roth IRA. Well, sure. Roth conversions or Roth 401k plans. But push comes to shove, and it's kind of like, you know, I use an analogy of what we need to do to lose weight. I know everything I need to do to lose weight. You know, eat less fat, less sugar, exercise more, and consume less calories then you are burning. Pretty mm-hmm. simple. But mm-hmm. how many people actually do it for an extended period of time, right? Put action to it. So how many people are taking advantage of your Roth 401k option in your company plan? Mm-hmm. Very few people we find that we talk to are actually doing that. That's a great way to diversify your future income. And when we talk about you know diversification, every first thing people think about is, well, you know, I got 50% of my money in the stock market and, you know, 20% in cash and 30% in bonds. That's sort of how we think about diversification. Well, what about tax diversification? Hmm. If you've been going the traditional route, which is save as much as I can, max out my 401k because the company's matching me and people have told me, by the time I retire, Sam, you'll be in a low tax bracket. Listen, that's probably not going to be true, Hmm. right? We, as a country... We owe somewhat $32 trillion in national debt. Got to come from somewhere. It's got to come from somewhere. Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which is set to expire at the end of 2025. We already know in 2026, our tax brackets are going back up. Right. So we know that. That's that's not a guess. That has nothing to do with political football. We know that's going to happen in about three years' time. So wouldn't it make some sense to take some of the money that you're saving now and put into a place where it's never going to be taxed. Mm -hmm. That's why we encourage people to look at and explore, what does it look like if I'm saving $30,000 a year, but I'm putting it into all my traditional 401k? What does it look like if I take half of that and put it into my Roth 401k? Mm -hmm. Right? Maybe I'm not getting that tax deduction today, but guess what? Five years from now, 10 years from now, when I go to take that money out, it's going to come out income tax-free 
And you don't have to clean toilets to get that income tax free, <laughs> so, which is pretty darn good. So I think one of the things that, again, we go back and talk about people just, you know, life is busy, right? Things get in the way. We get kids. We get, you know, after school activities. We have to go to church on Sunday mornings. There are so many things that get in the way of us making sure that we actually sit down and plan for a solid 20, 25, 30 years of our lives after we stop working. So making sure that you have some tax-free income is a wonderful thing to do. And so much of the conversation, Sam, about taxes tends to be, okay, if you have all of this tax-infested money, you want to get out of that so that when you give your money to your kids, they don't have a big tax bill. And it's all about, you know, the inheritance and all like that. But I think moving some of that money away from that 401k into that Roth area and taking the hit a little bit at a time on taxes, that will benefit you in your 70s and 80s. Because if taxes continue to go up, the money that you take out of that 401k, a little bit more is going to Uncle Sam, and you don't Precisely want that. Precisely what we're talking about, right? Tax diversification. Yeah. I mean, Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, you know, taking a big hit today and doing a Roth conversion is really not just like the only way to go. There are other opportunities that people can look to. One of the things that I did for myself is I used cash value life insurance. You know, some of the wealthiest people in history have used this, like Walt Disney and J.C. Penney. You look at Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. His contract actually says, hey, one of the things that we're going to do for you is we're going to build into your comp plan a $14 million cash value that you can take out when you retire for the first seven years and get $2 million a year income tax-free. Wow. Pretty darn good. I mean, why do you think they did that? Because it's important for for him to have tax-free income. So they wanted to obviously offer that as an incentive and put that into his, into his you know, pay package, as a compensation package. I think it's a great thing for people to look at. I have some of that. I know that you know, down the road, there's going to be a good chunk of change that I can go to and take out on an as-needed basis and not pay income taxes. That's really a true good retirement plan, including tax diversification. Everybody's different, Randy. You know, everybody uh, has a different situation. So let's have a discussion, see what tax-free options are available to you and what fits best for you. Is this one of the areas, Sam, that people come in and maybe they're pretty astute? Maybe they're a spreadsheet guy and, they, and they're very, very astute about finances and they come to you and say, you know, here's what I have. And they have a, mutual funds and they have stocks and they have 401ks, and they have properties and they have all these things. Do they have a tax plan? Is that common for somebody to have that in mind and have something down on paper? There's a lot of questions around that. Mm -hmm. But most people, if, if we had to put a number on it, probably less than 10% of people we see have a tax mitigation strategy on how to pay less taxes when they go to take the money out. Because listen, we've never been taught to think that. Mm -hmm. We've always been taught. And I remember my parents giving me the life lesson. Hey, save some money, not pay yourself first. Put into that 401k because your company's going to match it and you don't have to pay taxes now because when you retire, you're not going to make as much and you'll be in a lower tax bracket. What we're talking about right now is almost literally the complete opposite. One, our country has a lot of debt. So sooner or later, they're going to raise taxes. And then we have the expiration of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in like three years. We know taxes are going up. So who's to say that you're absolutely going to be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. We don't really know, especially with all the political football that's going on out there. There's a good chance you, you might even be 
you know, maybe a little bit lower, but could be the same, could be high for some folks. Mm -hmm. So we want to have that discussion about what strategies that you can use today, what options are available to you that you can take advantage of today before it's too late to make sure that you put yourself in the best position to have at least some of your income that you need to replace that paycheck come out income tax free. You know, Sam, I was just thinking about this, you know, people listening to the radio and the commercials that you hear on the radio are always, well, not always, but many times it's a sale. There's a sale. There's a sale. There's a limited time that you can take advantage of this. And, you know, we don't play in that arena at all because this is a very different kind of a program. But in a way, you know, these three years that you're talking about before these taxes change, that's a window of opportunity. Taxes are on sale. Taxes are on sale. And, and also with the interest rates, there's a window of opportunity before the Fed starts cutting rates. So I think it's, it's a really important time right now 100%. for people to come in. I mean, last year, during the, the year when, you know, the market was down a little bit, I took a portion of my money that was in a IRA rollover that was actually invested in technology stocks. The account was down. I did a Roth conversion. Now, I'm going to have to write that check coming up soon. I'm not going to like it, but guess what? I'm writing a check and I'm paying taxes on an account that might have been, say, worth $100,000 to when I, by the time I need it, hopefully it's, it's a lot more. Let's say it's $300,000. I'm going to be able to take all of that out income tax-free. So I pay the taxes while it was on sale. And I think it's a really important thing to just, just you know, put your hands around that, get your head around that. Taxes are never going to go away, just like market volatility will never go away. But there are opportunities, and one of them is right now, where we can take advantage of creating ourselves some tax-free income in the future. If what we're talking about, folks, is resonating with you, we'd love to have the same exact conversation. Maybe you're doing everything you need to do, and you're doing it perfectly, and we'll tell you that. I think a lot of folks can really benefit from having a conversation around taxes and how it's going to hurt you and what are some of your options. So give us a call. We'd love to talk with you. If you're over the age of 55 years old, nearing retirement, you have at least $500,000 or more saved for retirement. We'd love to have that conversation with you. You can reach us online at 365retirement.com or call us 617-440-9365. Again, online, it's 365retirement.com. Click on that button in the upper right-hand corner there that says talk to an advisor. We actually have a chat box down there in the lower right-hand corner as well. If you have a question, you want to get started like that, that's fine. Let's just set up a phone call that we can go through your questions, get those questions answered. If that leads to us sitting down and let's, hey, let's put the papers out on the table and see what we've got here, we will do that with you as well at no charge. Again, 365retirement.com. Take a break. Come right back with more of the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Time. It moves differently now, quicker than it did when I was younger. So much, in fact, I appreciate, I appreciate it more. Time, it turns out, is something to be respected. Like they say, it waits for no one. There was a time when I wished I could have some of it back. Now, I look at it differently. I can't bargain with time. I can't manipulate it. Just respect and make, make the, the most, most of it. it. Case in point, I've never once regretted the time I spend with my grandchildren. I can read to my granddaughter's class. Or when I grab my rod and reel and head off to the lake. No more rushed three-day weekends. Now when I do those things, I find it's time well spent. Now we leave on Tuesday. To be honest, I never thought retiring would be a good use of my time. But like I said, I look at it differently now. It kind of changes your perspective. Time is a gift, and so is taking some of my time to find someone who helped me plan. Plan for this time in my life, my, my retirement. retirement. 
You can do what you want, but if it were me... I wouldn't waste one more moment of of time. time. Make the time to plan for your retirement. Contact Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners at 365retirement.com. Hello again and welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Each week, Sam Lang and I sit down here and talk through some of the things that are going on out there in the financial news, try to make some sense of it. And then what do you do about it? I mean, should you be moving money around? Do you have a financial professional in your life? Have you called somebody and said, I need help with this? Well, that's why we're here every single week. So, Sam, I was very interested to see some of the overseas film of the people in France who are protesting Mm. and they're turning over cars and burning things in the street. Why? Because they want to raise the retirement age. They are not happy about that at all over there. Would you be? No, I would not be. Absolutely not, right? You know, if I was 63 and I was ready to retire and then they said, "Uh, uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, 65, and then like, oh, my gosh, you know, it kind of goofs up with your plans. And then I saw the headlines, Nikki Haley, who is, the former governor of South Carolina, she's running for president. And one of the first things she comes out and says is we need to raise the social security age. And I was like, well, that's going to go over like a lead balloon. (laughs) That's the third rail of politics, as they say. So it's a touchy subject, social security, isn't it? It really is. I mean, listen, it depends on who you talk to, right? So if you say to somebody 30 years old, Let's raise the Social Security age from 67 to 70. That's that's when you can start collecting Social Security at full retirement age. They're probably going to say, yeah, that's fine. Uh-huh. But you're talking to the baby boomers? Nobody's going to want that. It's nope. going to, you know, it'll be like France. Right. So <laughs> if you take a walkers, look at, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so if you take a look at, you know, why they're saying this, I mean, you really have to go back to how Social Security was sort of, at the very beginning, how it was built and what it was meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Social Security was founded in 1935 during the Roosevelt administration, and the first check was not cut to 1940 to a woman named Ida May Fuller. Mm-hmm. And in 1940, her first check was $22.54. Good for her. <laughs> but back then, things were a lot different. Yep. You know, life expectancy wasn't 90 or 85. It was, you know, 65. Mm-hmm. And people that were working back in 1940, the ratio was actually 14 people working They created this thing called FICA, which is the tax that pays, that's being deducted from your paycheck, that pays into the Social Security trust fund. Well, 14 people were working. Their checks were being deducted to go into the Social Security trust fund for every one person retiring. Mm -hmm. Today in 2023, that's about a three to one ratio. Okay. And you got people not taking it out for 10 years, but taking it out for 25 years. So along the way... You know, they realized that the system is not going to last. It's not sustainable. So they made some changes. They made some changes back in 84, and then again they amended in 93, which essentially put in the provisional income calculation to determine if your Social Security payout, your benefit, is going to be taxable. And for most people that we talk to, their Social Security is taxable, Mm -hmm. plain and simple. Mm -hmm. So what's happening right now is that's still not a fix. And we already know, because if you go on, I don't know if you've done it recently, Rainu, if any of our radio listeners have done it recently, but if you go on ssa.gov and you actually get your own Social Security estimate, it's telling you right there, in about 10 years, 2034, your benefit is going to be reduced by about 23%. So you'll get 77% of the benefit that was promised to you. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's a lot of political football, a lot of discussions about what they're going to do. One, they might say, we're going to raise, one of the solutions is we just raised the age so people need to wait to get, collect their benefit. Mm -hmm. The other option is to put a cap across the board. So let's say, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter how much you were entitled to get, everybody's gonna get no more than say $2,000, mm -hmm. right? For somebody that's getting $1,500 a month, doesn't matter, but for somebody that, like my social security estimate, I think is closer to like $3,800 a month. Mm -hmm. If you tell me, I've been, <laughs> you mean to tell me, I've been putting money into the social security system and I'm now going to get about half of what I was promised. Right. I wouldn't be too happy. Right. You know, uh, the other thing they're talking about is creating a, a way where we can fund the system. So everybody's going to get the benefit that they were promised, which is essentially to raise the FICA rate, the taxes that you would pay. Mm -hmm. Well, the 28 year old guy is not going to want to pay more to have you know, his grandfather retired comfortably. Right. So there's a lot going on out there that this is so much unknown, which is why it's really important to understand how is that going to affect you? You know, imagine, imagine if you went to work next week and you got a pay cut by 23%. That's got a sting. <laughs> it does. Absolutely. So we just need to plan around that. We need to plan around that. So if in fact we are going into retirement, say in the next two to three years, maybe five years, and so you sit down and build a 365 retirement plan for somebody. And part of that is an income plan. Social Security is part of that income plan. And so, Sam, can you say, OK, in 2030, I'm going to need this much. And in 2035, I'm going to need this much. But there's a possibility that my Social Security could be cut back. So can we put that into the equation and yeah, up the that's, income? That's the whole idea. And actually, we're actually working with a software company right now that we're going to be able to build that into the system. And I think what they're doing is they're, giving, they're having this system built with, with sort of usage rights. And I think what's going to happen by probably next week, if not next week, the week after, we're going to have that system in place. And we'll be the only firm in the Boston area that will have this. Mm -hmm. So people can call and say, hey, look, you know, if this actually happens, what's my Social Security picture going to look like? 10 years from now. Is it, it going not, to affect me? Is yeah. it, and how is it going to affect It is mm -hmm. going to affect you. Mm -hmm. But how is it going to affect me? And what are some of my options? And what are some of my solutions? So Social Security, I mean, think about it. If you actually added up the present value, I mean, the future value of what your Social Security benefit is, you know, we're all collecting like a million, million and a half. Right. Some people even $2 million. That's, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we can get as much that's deserving to us. We don't have another, we don't want to have another France going on here. And I, you know, that's just part of that comprehensive retirement plan that everyone nearing retirement should have and not just wing it and, hey, let me keep my fingers crossed. I think I'll be fine. We want to put pen to paper, do an analysis and see if you're mathematically going to be okay. And we do that with our comprehensive retirement plan. We call that the 365 retirement plan. It's fantastic. It really is visual. It gives you a lot of uh, analysis. And it's going to basically, at the end of the day, tell you if you need to make some changes so your probability of success is going to be a little bit better or you're just fine. And hey, guess what? Don't worry about it. 
So be looking for that over the next couple of weeks. We'll put a button on the website where you can click on that and puts a little information in there about your age and things like that. Are you at risk of having your Social Security being cut back? Uh, maybe a baby boomer who's 65 years old, maybe not so much, but maybe you who are 55 years old listening right now, it could certainly happen to you. So that's going to be on the website very soon. But right now, if you go to the website, 365retirement.com, click on that button that says talk to an advisor. Let's get the conversation rolling here. I bet you've got questions about what you've done and is it enough? Are you going to be okay? Are you going to run out of money? Are you headed for a tax problem? Is my social security going to be cut back? We can answer those questions for you. Just schedule one of our, our 15 minute strategy calls and you can do that right there on the website 365retirement.com or 617-440-9365. All right, Sam, as I, I look through different articles for the show, I'll find something every now and then. I go, okay, we got to get this one. I got to get Sam on this one. Okay, this one came from Yahoo Finance, okay. and it's called the two-thirds retirement plan. So here's the idea. Two-thirds of your money is in guaranteed income to pay for your living expenses, and one-third of your money is in the market for growth. So I know we've talked in the past about a 60-40 portfolio, maybe when you're younger, an 80-20 portfolio. They're suggesting that you have a 35-65 portfolio. Is that where people kind of land in when, when you have a conversation about risk? Is that kind of what they say is two-thirds safe, one-third in the market? Is that where they are? You know, that's okay, a rule of thumb for somebody that's 65 years old. Okay. But the fact of the matter is it really depends. You know, it depends on a lot of things like, well, how much money do you have saved and how much money you spend? Mm -hmm. If you have a lot of money saved and you don't spend a lot of money, well, you can certainly have more money in growth. Okay. Right? I think one thing that it's important to sort of visualize is, it's a great idea to be able to have a place or a way to replace your paycheck that's going to meet your, what we call your essential expenses. You know, your essential expenses is like, you know, taxes, health care, your mortgage, maybe if you still have one, paying utilities, your insurance, those things. Those things aren't going to change. They're not going to go away. And then have a third of your money that maybe addresses your lifestyle. You know, take a longer vacation, go to an island for, you know, three weeks instead of two weeks, that mm -hmm, type of thing. Mm -hmm. But that really comes back to, you know, what you spend, what your, what your burn rate is per month and how much money you have. And maybe you already have guaranteed income coming in. Maybe you're ever one of the lucky few that have a pension. So we want to make sure that we go back again and again to do the analysis, not just go into retirement and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to just be fine. Look, my 401k is a million too, and I'll have plenty. Well, maybe you will, maybe you won't. We don't know. That's why it's important to put an analysis and test it to see if it's going to be, be okay. And that's really what we encourage people to think more about and have that comprehensive plan that we keep talking about over and over again. Does that conversation kind of change and do those numbers move as you work with somebody in their 60s and their 70s and their 80s that that number, maybe it starts out at 60-40 and then it moves to 40-60 and then by the time they're in the 80s, it's it's 20% in the market and 80% in fixed income. Does that move as people move through retirement? All the time. We always talk about deploying protection rotation. Mm -hmm. you know, the, it really depends on a lot of things. Like I'll use myself as an example. What I wanted to do early on was is to really build a place where I can replace my paycheck for about $10,000 a month when I stop working. So in the last 10 years, I've used certain annuity contracts that will give me the ability to create my own pension when I stop working. It's, say, call it 65 years old mm -hmm. or at least slow down. 
And at that time, you know, what the rest of my money is going to look like, well, if I have enough to meet all of my expenses and I'm getting in, say, $15,000 a month between a little bit of rental income, some Social Security, maybe a little bit less than I thought I was going to get, and I've created my own paycheck, but I'm only spending, say, two-thirds of that, then I can probably have a lot more money in the market. Okay. Because that's, that's, that's what I call patient money, that you can just leave alone, be patient, because sooner or later it's going to be worth a lot more. So it really comes back, again, everybody's going to be different. And no two of our clients are exactly alike. So that's why it's important to sit down and have this conversation with somebody. We have the website ready for you right now, 365retirement.com. You can go there on your phone. You can go there on your computer, on your iPad, and you'll see a button there that says talk to an advisor. When you click on that, a calendar actually opens up, and you can look at your calendar and say, okay, this would be a good day to, to have that conversation. And we can start with a phone call, uh, Tuesday afternoon to 3 o'clock, whatever. And, and you, you click that there, and we sit down and say, okay, what are your concerns? Are you have all your money in a 401k and you're concerned about taxes. Are you worried about this Social Security being cut back? There's lots of things that we all worry about. Maybe it's just this market right now and you're right on the edge of retirement and you hear a 20% pullback. You don't want any part of that. And you say, I want to get out of the market. Okay, let's have that conversation. That's what it is to start with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Let's get your concerns out on the table and see if we can write through all of that. Give us a call, 617-440-9365 to set that up. That is at, of course, no charge. Or you can go to 365retirement.com, click on that button that says talk to an advisor. We'll take a break, come right back with more of the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Time, it moves differently now, quicker than it did when I was younger. So much, in fact, I appreciate it more. Time, it turns out, is something to be respected. Like they say, it waits for no one. There was a time when I wished I could have some of it back. Now, I look at it differently. I can't bargain with time. I can't manipulate it. Just respect and make, make the, the most, most of it. it. Case in point, I've never once regretted the time I spend with my grandchildren. I can read to my granddaughter's class. Or when I grab my rod and reel and head off to the lake. No more rushed three-day weekends. Now when I do those things, I find it's time well spent. Now we leave on Tuesday. To be honest, I never thought retiring would be a good use of my time. But like I said, I look at it differently now. It kind of changes your perspective. Time is a gift, and so is taking some of my time to find someone who helped me plan. Plan for this time in my life, my, my retirement. retirement. You can do what you want, but if it were me... I wouldn't waste one more moment of, of time. time. Make the time to plan for your retirement. Contact Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang and the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Online, you can find us at 365retirement.com. You can also find our podcast. As you're listening to the show, you want to hear a little bit more, dive a little bit deeper. If you go to iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, you can find our podcast right there, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. We've got a lot there for you. If you want to look up specific topics like pensions and 401ks and Social Security, it's all there for you. Our full show is there as well. Lots to comb through there on your own time. So we've made it actually into spring. We've made it through uh, March Thank 21st. goodness. <laughs> By late. Although we can't complain. The winter was kind of mild. Not a bad one this year. Having yeah. a few snowstorms in March, that doesn't help. Yeah. It doesn't help the psyche, but it, we're, we're almost out of there. Well, I'll tell you what also doesn't help is this is the month that we went through the time change, and that always throws me for a little bit of a loop at, at times. So I'm not the only one. No, you I've, I've been waking up later and later because mm -hmm. it's so dark out in the morning. I know, you know it. But 
Yeah, it's uh, threw me for a loop as well. Well, one of the things that they tell you when they when you change the time, you're supposed to change the batteries on your smoke detectors, and they, you know, twice a year you should have these certain things that you do. And I found an article in the financial realm that says, you know, when you change the time, you should also take a look at your finances. And they're talking about you should look at your wills, your trusts, your estate plan, and just make sure everything is up to date. Twice a year, Sam, is that, that seems like a lot to me. I mean, listen, this is my opinion. I think it's overkill. Okay. You know, twice a year. I mean, what what could change, what could possibly change in how you would like to leave your estate to your loved ones, you know, twice so a year. often that you need to look at it <laughs> twice a year? I hope I hope not. You don't have that many changes. I mean, listen, in our firm, our sort of go-to is maybe somewhere between three to five years, okay. especially if you have a life event, uh, maybe a birth, or, you know, a death, a uh, death a marriage or a divorce, um, you know, some obvious big ones. But taking a look at your estate plan, you know, every five years is probably a, a good rule of thumb. The last time I did mine was 2013. So two years ago, about nine years later, I sort of updated it. And, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of changes. My kids are older now, so I know sort of, hey, the picture is becoming a little bit more clear. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they can handle the money a little bit, you know, more sort of upfront rather than in my old will, it said, you know, spread it out over like 20 years, you know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I made some changes there, but you know, twice a year, maybe a little kill, but certainly you should review your estate plan. So the whole thing, I think what they're talking about here is, you know, you talk about life changes, beneficiary changes. You know, I, I have a friend, my, my good golfing buddy, okay. he, he got divorced and he had a relationship with another woman, and he thought that was going to... It went for like 10 years, mm. and he put her as the beneficiary of his pension. And... The girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then that relationship ended. All right? So he started taking his pension during that period of time, and once you enact that pension, you can't change the beneficiary. Oh, my goodness. And so now if he, if he goes to the great beyond, his girlfriend's going to get his pension money, and he is not happy she, about she's, that. She's licking her chops and can't wait for the day. Then, I, I, guess, know, huh? I know it. I know it. Plenty of jokes have gone about that, but that's a, a, one of those things, life events. And those beneficiaries, you got to pay attention to that stuff. You do, 100%. So we got a phone call the other day from a radio listener. They've been listening for quite some time. They have a big business. The husband just retired and actually sold the business. Their estate was it was really up there. It was north of $15 million. Wow. Which is a pretty big number. And, you know, they called for one thing only, to talk about updating their estate plan, which was probably 20 years old. You know, here we got two kids, Johnny and Sally, when we die, they're going to get everything. Well, now they have bigger problems. They have estate taxes. They have uh, income in respect of a decedent taxes. And I mean, they're just like a lot more meaningful problems that they need to address. So should they have an estate plan, you know, review? Absolutely. Right. I think sometimes we find folks that we work with dealing with estates because they know they want to put the little bit of the spark out now, rather it becomes, down the road becomes a fire. Okay. I'll use an example. My mother-in-law's in a nursing home, and they have a house on the Cape that is in trust, and it's eventually going to go to the five children. Well, the problem is not everybody wants that house. Mm -hmm. You know, two of the kids wanted it more than the other three. Long story short, we addressed it now rather than having the trust go to, you know, sort of dealing with it after she passes away. 
when you have a vacation home, you have sort of multiple personalities, you have, you know, more than one child. Sometimes we meet people and say, you know, how's your relationship with the siblings? Ah, terrible. We don't talk anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. So if you see an asset, maybe it's a vacation home, maybe it's a small family business that could potentially have that spark turn into a wildfire. Right. You want to address it now. And, and having things pass without probate is a lot better than having to go through the courts and probate because that's where people can challenge things. So reviewing your estate plan, is it important? Absolutely. Do you need to do it every twice every year? Probably not. <laughs> but, you know, have that conversation with your lawyer. Sometimes I think these people all work for Hallmark and they're looking to jump on something to build a new card. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. All of that Who stuff. knows? All right. Well, as we kind of bring things to a close today, I've got a kind of a fun a little deal here. Captain Kirk, William Shatner. I can't believe this. He has a birthday this month. He turns 92. Really? I, I had no idea. He, he looks pretty darn good. He's for, still around, yeah. right? He's like, he does a lot of stuff. He commercials, you see him from here and there. Yeah. And, and so he was doing some appearances and he was saying, you know, you better get my autograph now because by God, I'm 92. All these autographs I'm doing are going to be worth a lot more money when I die. <laughs> <laughs> and the documentary on my life, think of how quickly you'll sell it if I should die like on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that recent? Because he sounds, he's 92. He sounds great. He I sounds know. great. Yeah. yeah, he really does. It's amazing. But, you know, he brings up some interesting points there of getting things done now before you leave this world. And Sam, part of what we do here on this show is say, come on in, bring your finances, bring your tax stuff, bring your 401k, all those papers, and let's sit down and, and hash through all this. But at the same time, shouldn't we be saying also to people, come on in and let's talk about your dreams, your bucket let's, list. Let's talk about enjoying your money that you work so hard to set aside. Yes. Absolutely. Just have that conversation a lot. In fact, we talked to a gentleman the other day. He just retired. He was in the mortgage business. Kind of perfect timing for him because pretty hard to be in the mortgage business these days. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I'm really getting like aggravated because I keep looking on my Fidelity account and this account is being managed. And he says, it just keeps going down and down and down. You know, he had 97 positions in this account. Oh, my God. 97. And it was 500. I don't want to say only $500,000, but it wasn't like it was, you know, $10 million. He needed 97 positions. Right. Point being is he wanted to take that money and basically spend all of it. It was in an IRA. His goal was to take a little bit of it, probably last it for 20 years and, you know, have like an extra twenty twenty five thousand dollars $25,000 a year that... He can do things with enjoy, you know, maybe join a golf club and pay for the annual membership or, you know, travel the world or, you know, whatever the case may be. But now he's reluctant to do that because the 500,000 went down to like 380. OK. OK. So what we were just, just sort of describing about spending your money, if you know that this is money that you're going to use during your lifetime, that you're going to enhance the enjoyment of your retirement then it should be probably put into a place where you know it's going to be there for you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This is what we call inpatient money, money that you're going to want to use. If you are setting aside money and this gentleman said to me, hey, look, you know, I don't need this money. This money's going to go to my kids. I'm willing to take on some risk and, you know, I'd rather see them get a million dollars instead of $500,000. That's what we call patient money. So you can, you know, if it went down to 380, eventually it'll come back and hopefully it'll be close to the million dollars that you want to leave to your children. So it really depends, again, on the outcome and the purpose of how you want to use that money. And if we're talking about William Shatner, you know, having some things that's going to be worth a lot more 
after he passes away like his autograph. Well, if he can sell it now and use that money, which I don't think he needs, but most people would rather have the money available to them so they can do things and live out their retirement dreams. So that's what we want from you today is not only to think about your retirement, but to act on it and also dream big. Think about all those things that you want to do. We always say that money isn't everything, but it sure does power the things that we want to do. And all of us have something in our mind that we want to do, whether it's travel or spend time with grandchildren, or maybe your dreams are really big and you're an international traveler and you want to fly first class and you want to buy a motorhome and all these different things. What are those dreams? Yeah. Bring them to the table. Let's put the funds with it. You've worked for 30, 40 years. You deserve it. I'm, I'm glad you said that because really, I mean, think about it. What are we doing now and saving money for? Right. What, we're doing it because we can have a nice retirement when we start working. We want to we want to enjoy the fruits of our labor. So retirement is about having a lifestyle, having a even better, a worried-free lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And and money is just the thing that allows us to do that. So we want to make sure that we pay a little bit more attention today. You know, back in the day, it was a little bit easier. Most people had a pension, and you depended on Social Security, and you know that probably was enough. But today, guess what? It's not your grandfather's retirement anymore, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know? Our clients really need to understand and they're discovering that it's very different, so we need to operate accordingly to the new set of rules. And you really need a strategy, you need a plan, you need a comprehensive plan that is fluid enough to be able to move with the ebbs and the flows and, you know, all the changes that's happening right now. So. We want to have a discussion with our radio listeners. We want to have a discussion with our podcast listeners and, and talk about why it's so important to have a comprehensive retirement plan. That's really what our 365 retirement plan, that's why it's here and it really comes into play. And it's going to be something that's going to be very helpful for you to enjoy that retirement, to live out those dreams. Let's start the conversation. Give Sam a call and the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Our number is 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. Whether it's concern, am I going to be okay? Did I do enough? We'll get those questions answered. Or it's, I got all this stuff I want to do. Can I do it? And that's a great meeting as well. Find us online, 365retirement.com. There's a button there that says talk to an advisor. When you click on that, a calendar opens up. Let's schedule that 15-minute that strategy call. Maybe it goes 20, maybe it goes 30 minutes. Maybe it ends up we sit down at the office and work through a full financial plan. Let's get it going. 365retirement.com is our website. Check that out today. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a great weekend, and we hope you join us next time here on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Thanks for listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. For a complimentary meeting and to build your personalized 365 retirement plan, contact Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners at 617-440-9365 or online at 365retirement.com. Ryan Marston and John Conley are investment advisor representatives of Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sam Lang is licensed in your state, please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration.
administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Rubino and Lang Insurance Agency, LLC. Massachusetts Insurance License Number 1783398.